Welcome to the Citizens Web 3 podcast. I'm your host, Brandon D'Artagnan. In this episode, I sit down with Kelly Hartley, the nifty coach, a Web 3 panelist, speaker, entrepreneur, and enthusiast. She shares her perspective and insights on the lacking demographic of women in Web 3. She'll also be discussing areas that will be beneficial for this new era of blockchain technology, as well as the possibilities of utilities that will transpire as we as a society move towards a more decentralized internet. All right, Kelly, really excited to have you on the show today. What are some of the things that listeners want to know to sort of get to know you? Just give us a bit of background on who you are, how you got into this space. I think a lot of us are really interested to hear about that. Okay, thank you for having me first. So yeah, I think for me, um, I got into crypto about um, 2017. Didn't know it was just on my radar. I thought, yep, this sounds interesting. I was actually started, I had a business back in the UK in 2008 when we had the GFC, which I had to shut down because of the GFC. So when I heard about crypto and basically the whole premise of what it's about, yeah. With regards to getting away from the banks, <laughs> it was a, a real incentive for me to look into it. So I did I did look into it a little bit. I didn't know a lot about it at that time. Um, it was a friend's partner. He was getting quite into it. So he helped me set up a finance account and CoinSpot, I think, at the time. Sure. Um, I put a couple of hundred dollars in it and pretty much left it and forgot about it. Yeah. And then uh, I think it was in 2020. Um, during COVID, as everyone had probably a little bit more time and started looking into crypto, kind of came up again. So yeah, found my way back into this account and had a couple of thousand dollars. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. <laughs> so uh, yeah, just started to dig a bit, bit deeper and play around with that a little bit then. And then at the end of, I think it was last year, kind of October, November time, heard more about NFTs. So started digging in that. So my background is very creative design, but also I do like tech. I'd got back into painting during COVID as well. So when I heard about NFTs, it was like a perfect match for me. It was creative and it was technical. So yeah, just wanted to look at that a bit more deeply. I thought, yeah, I can create a collection and kind of, that was my initial you know, thoughts is probably jumping on the hype of like a lot of people did. And as I started looking into it, uh, I realized I wasn't naturally adept at digital art. I do, I can do it and I like it, but it's not, I prefer like photography and painting is more of being creative that way. Sure. But then I discovered um, utility side of NFTs. Uh, I do have my own business. I've got a quite entrepreneurial, I think. So when I heard about the utility side, it kind of like it was the pieces of the jigsaw puzzle that came together for me with regards to how this can be used in businesses, how it's a huge marketing tool for businesses. Uh, obviously, being female as well, I think when I first discovered uh, NFTs my kind of platform was TikTok as well so I became I got quite involved in a lot of women on TikTok okay they obviously that gravitated over to Discord because obviously that's where a lot of NFT projects are and then just in the community we realized there's just not enough women 
there's not enough um, not. women in the in Web three, and then obviously in Twitter Spaces, um, I've kind of created these or been involved, not created necessarily, but I'm involved in quite a lot of um, networking groups for women in Web three, and we're all quite very passionate about getting more women into the industry. So yeah, that's kind of how I fell down the rabbit hole, I suppose. And yeah, since the end of last year, I've, I've not got out. <laughs> um, I'm now probably six months full time into Web3. All right, all um, right. I've been fortunate enough to, um, I left my, I was in a real estate as well, which I think was another reason I realized that NFTs are going to be huge, especially in like real estate industries. It, it's going to shake up a lot of industries. Um, but I think the biggest thing for me was the, I saw the opportunity for a lot of businesses that can use NFTs as a marketing tool. So that's my passion that I went down as to, I want to help more females and non-binary um, because I think the diversity and inclusion needs to happen and we need to have a voice in this space and help build it. I think we're very much like uh, the dot-com era, which obviously I, in the early 90s. I agree. Yeah, uh, but that was very male-orientated. We didn't have the global platform and connections that we have now through social media. So it's the first time that women especially have had, or any marginalised um, group, has had a level playing field to be at the beginning of anything like this, to have a voice and have a say and, and to help create something. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And thanks for sharing. I just want to recap a few things that I heard and then sort of unpack them. The, the first one that I heard was, and it's sort of very near and dear to me, and I'm very keen and curious to ride off your skirt tails and folks like you is where you got into crypto you had someone help you set up a wallet. Uh, you sort of set it and forget it. You came back and go, wow, uh, this is actually appreciating. And I didn't know anything about this. And it makes you more curious. I heard these stories from close friends, close mates, you know, hereby, you know, and I said, hey, this is all good and well and everything, you know, and this was 2017, 2018. It went in the crypto space when I started learning about it. And I said, okay, you know, not a big deal. And now those set it and forgetters, so to speak, are going, yeah, these are some really big gains. It, you know, Bitcoin, for one, in terms of a cryptocurrency yeah. that really appreciate it uh, as a market leader. So I've recently said, okay, I'm going to go and you know do some research, do you know, the 100 hours of research that everyone's supposed to do before you, you jump into a new technology. But I'm still going on blind faith of a few sort of, hey, let's set it and forget it. I think this is a good coin that has some value. It's going to be around for the long run. Uh, let's buy a little bit, you know, something I can afford and then set it and forget it, maybe look at it here and there and then come back. So that's interesting. I think a lot of people that are getting into the crypto space that aren't going, you know, full force, I think that that's sort of kind of how they're dipping their toes. So uh, yeah, I appreciate that perspective. The other thing that I heard was how you got into NFTs and it's very similar to how I got into them. You know, when I first looked at NFTs, I started hearing about flipping them. And I said, wow, this is some crazy sort of profit margins that you can get off of these. Uh, the, the return on investment was just insane. I mean, it was risky, very volatile. I totally get yeah. it. 
but to be able to take a couple hundred dollars and potentially flip it to a couple thousand and pull that out of you know a crypto wallet and put it into fiat into my bank down the street was really enticing to me i was like okay that's a low point of entry for me but then i started looking into similar to you i started looking into creating and i said to myself i'm more of a business person but i'm not the creator in terms of yeah. being an artist so i started looking into that now as you may know and you and i've talked about this flipping is one thing selling collecting is one thing but to be you know in charge of a community building out an nft project is a very big undertaking and i really you know appreciate and take my hats off to those people that are doing that uh, i think at this point in my you know sort of web3 nft career if you call it that is i think i'll just play along and support communities and learn right yep. so I, I really appreciate it. so far you and i really synced up on the cryptocurrencies and the nft space on how we've sort of i guess learned into this you know subsets of the web3 space the other one that you started to talk about and i want to unpack this big time with you because i think this is the big part of the show you know in terms of the subject or the topic of the show is women in web3 and utility you and i have discussed it in the past we talked about uh, you know what is the utility to b2b opportunity but namely around women so if you don't mind can we kind of dive into that because i think the women yeah, in web3 space to your point you know women in web1 women in web2 they didn't really have a voice they started to in the web2 space you know in terms of content creators on twitter instagram and now tiktok so that's huge but i think back to your point in web1 inception of the internet in 1995 through about 2002 women in general just weren't big into the computer slash coding space let alone content creation so i think this whole era of web3 which is the era that we're transitioning into now plays a big part of decentralizing who gets control of what yeah you know, rather it's big corporations down to the little mom and pa shops down to the individual creators and then segueing into this conversation topic on women in web3 so i guess just give me more of what you're thinking where you think the space is going and i guess just some personal opinions okay so i think what i love about the women that are already in web3 is they're all the ones i've met anyway um that i'm in connected with they're all of a very similar view in that we need more women in this space we're very much about empowering other women and it was actually funny somebody um a friend on TikTok, she actually put something out uh, a week or so ago regarding it's almost like cult-like the way that the women in Web3 are trying to onboard more women. It's like coming to this cult, you know, that's how we kind of see it. Interesting. <laughs> it can be viewed that way. But I think it's because it's never happened before. I think women in business is very different. And I've seen this. I've been in corporate environments. Women at the top have had to claw and fight their way to get there generally. So they're not necessarily as open to supporting other women to do that. Um, it's kind of quite competitive in that era. Very doggy. Whereas, dog. yeah, it is. But I think it's because they've had to do, they've had to kind of create that persona to get where they are. Whereas, 
women in Web3, again, it comes down to having, we know that we have this level playing field. We know there is space for everyone. So we want to empower other women to come into this space. And I think that's one of the big differences um, as far as Web2, just general business is, is different. With regards to where I see it, I think going back to what you said about content, women content creators on yep. these social platforms, I think that's one of the reasons that I want to educate women, these women, because Facebook, Meta, whatever you want to call it, these kind of huge corporations that have taken over, same with Amazon, eBay, it's all just white men and it just comes down to greed, basically. We've given all this content creation over to them and at any point, they can just take it away. You know, people, so many people have, and especially women, women are a huge um, part of this. You know, they've created side hustles, they've created businesses all through social media. And at any point, it can be taken away from it. And that's where, one, I see the benefit of Web3 is it obviously puts, you know, it puts the ownership back to the creator. Mm-hmm. Um, so because of that, I think one of the, hopes and visions for me is that we do we are able to take these businesses for women off of these social platforms and onto the blockchain yep um how that exactly works i don't know i think it's still developing it's still being created um it's going to change so much but my thing, my point um, and purpose at the moment is to get these businesses that are already established. I think there's so many that have come into Web3, like you and me, and a lot of other people come in with the view of creating a collection. Some people have, some people haven't. I think there's a lot of people have gone in. And like you say, if you have a business acumen you you've already got that mind business mindset i think you realize that that's not necessarily the best route and a lot of these people have already pivoted into they've found their own little niche that you know they've gone oh actually these are my this is my skill set and i'm better at like say building a community uh, doing a podcast whatever you know being a content manager being in discord those sorts of things so everyone's finding their way, but I do see that that's the way it's going to go for businesses. So I see the benefit of people now that already have businesses is start to dip your toe and use this technology to be able to market. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. You've already got a business. You've already got a community. If you've got a business, if you're successfully running a business, you already have a community, but it's about nurturing that community. And I think Web3 and NFTs does that in the best possible positive light. Absolutely. What I just heard you say that last part is you don't have to reinvent the wheel, especially if you have, you know, a business machine already running in the Web2 space. You're basically Absolutely. you're basically saying, "Hey, add Web3 to your campaign of marketing and sales," right? Yeah. Look, the the thing that I heard you say a minute ago which is huge is the empowering of women. And I can't forget it, you know, so I want to talk about it. You know, you you talked about, you know, these really sort of powerful 
you know, D type personality women, if, if we, if we call them, you know, from a personality trait that had to really fight their way up, you know, tooth and nail in a man's world, predominantly, you know, white male to your point earlier. And I think that's unfortunate, but I also think that it's changing in the sense that these women coming from spaces where they did have to fight so much. I now think that they're appreciating that they can pave the way for the next generation of women that don't have to claw so hard. And I think the savvy business leader, especially savvy business woman leader that recognizes the opportunity of a decentralized web and web three yeah. will get that and go, okay, I want to empower women. And I'm, it's still kind of tough in web two to do that, even though that they want to do that well in web three, like I said before, in a decentralized way, they're able to give that power back to these young women that are coming up in whatever creative space, whatever, you know, sort of entrepreneurial spirit that they're yeah. coming up in and help them out and create mechanisms for that. Speaking of creating mechanisms, you know, to transition from web two to web three, let's talk about utility. Because I know that, again, it's, just, it's, it's almost like looking in a mirror when I look at you in terms of, you know, our journey. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because yes. yeah. I heard about NFTs as a, a funny little cosmic gif that was flying through space that sold for <laughs> yes. tens of millions of dollars. And I was just blown away. So that kind of got me into it. But I've since, after I've gone down that rabbit hole of learning and, you know, doing my hundred plus hours of research, I found out that art is just a small component of NFTs. And the last time that you and I talked, you were talking about some really cool stuff in the B2B, B2C um, opportunity of utilities. Can you sort of talk about that a little bit more? <laughs> where to start where and to what start. do you want I, well I, I yeah because that is kind of it I mean when I when I talk to people the only limitation to a certain degree is your imagination like mm -hmm. it completely depends on what your business is it completely depends on what you want to offer how much you want to go into web3 it literally like you said it could be a business that already has it's already running. It could be a candle business. You know, there's plenty of those on social media already. You know, somebody creating a candle. They could do an NFT collection, like a limited edition collection, and just put, you know, 50 NFTs on. It doesn't have to be these 1,000, sure. 10,000 generation NFTs. And it literally could just be that people that have this nft have get discount a discount code yep or it could be you could go as far as creating a whole community of if you're a fashion designer imagine there's so many um fashion students that just come out of university and want to set up their own business they create that on tiktok they start their journey and they build their community as they're building their you know mm -hmm. product whatever that clothing line is. And by creating it as an NFT, you create that, it's that creator economy where, with regards to people are involved. They can use the NFT as far as crowdfunding. They can, you know, sell the NFT and the fact that the people that buy an NFT will, the same as uh, crowdfunding, you know, you will get this particular item at a discounted rate through the NFT and it's a way that 
they can be evolved, but you can take that further after that. So if they were then to have, um, dis you know, do the next collection and they can't decide whether they want a, a pink top or a blue top, those that have the NFT, because they're in that community, they have that decision. So it kind of comes then down to kind of being in a DAO as regards to they have involvement and they have, and the more people be, are involved, the more loyal they are. Mm -hmm. They're going to keep coming back to you in that, you know, it's like anyone says, would you rather have 10,000 followers on Instagram or a hundred super fans sure. who are prepared to pay you a hundred dollars a month to be in your, as a membership, to be in your group, in your community? Yep. No, I totally agree with that, you know, and I think about a couple of the guest speakers that we've had on the show recently, you know, they are NFT artists by all right. I mean, they're artists in their own regard, and they have been for many, many years, but recently, recently, meaning the last couple of years have gotten in NFTs, you know, and they're looking at, you know, virtual reality, they're looking at virtual galleries, you know, and opportunities to be able to get into the Web3 space. We'll even be catching back up with a couple of them in the coming weeks to see where they're at. Uh, in their journey in the whole Web3 slash NFT space. But some of the utility that I've been sort of pondering, and I'm sure that women in Web3, you know, artists, you know, those types of uh, creatives are looking and saying, okay, what can we offer as a utility? And for the listeners listening in, you know, uh, during this session, a utility could be something that is a virtual sort of value add, but it can also be a physical value add, something above and beyond the NFT or the art of the NFT. So it's really huge when we start talking about utility, back to your point, Kelly, when you said the only limitation that we have is our imagination. And um, anybody yeah. looking into the NFT slash utility space can totally agree with that, that it's only limited to your imagination. But giving it some more context and some things, you know, some ideas some examples of these utilities one of the components that I heard an artist talking about recently that's trying to get into the NFT space is that what if, you know, what about the idea of saying, okay, to all the NFT holders of their art, that whenever they hold a show or some sort of symposium where they're going to have a lot of folks come into a gallery, maybe it's their gallery, maybe it's a, you know, a shared partner gallery where they're collaborating with other artists, that there's cameras and there's feeds coming in that you know, they're basically interviewing the different artists, there's, you know, the cameras are coming in showing, you know, people having drinks and mingling and socializing, and that you as an NFT holder of that project could come in virtually and, you know, chit chat, you know, and, have, you know, send instant messaging and, you know, and have dialogue with people there. And it sort of connects that physical slash virtual world, you know, with the technology that, it, that we have with us today, yeah. available to us today. One of the main questions I like to ask guests when they come on the show is, where do you see the NFT space? And more importantly, where do you see the Web3 space in general in the next coming months, year? I'm glad you didn't say any more than a year because yeah. I think it's changing so much. Where I think I see it and where I hope it will be are probably two different things. Mm -hmm. uh, where I hope it will be is, again, there are more women um, understand the technology. Where I, I think it will be is I think we're going to get more of the user experience. I think the more people that come in from outside the developer side of things, mm -hmm. 
because developers, as fantastic and amazing geniuses that they are, their user experience is not always, the designer side of things is not always there. So I think the more people that come in from different backgrounds and have a say will only benefit the space. Agreed. So it is moving, but I, I would just say, I think for me, it's the biggest thing is just, we need more people involved, not necessarily women. I do think women should be in, but I think just generally people just need to get curious and it's yep. not as scary as a lot of people. It doesn't have to be as scary as what, you know, everybody kind of thinks. Um, yes, it's something different, but I think at the end of the day, remember when we first got the internet, remember when we first got yeah. email, you know, setting up a whole email account. Yeah, it takes some time. Same as setting up an online bank account. But once you've done it, that's it. You've done it. So just be curious. Just listen to some podcasts. Start following a few people on Twitter and just ask questions. I think that's the thing. That's what I do love about the Web3 community is everybody is there to help. We're all, we've Agreed. all got the same view that we just need more people involved. It's not going away. It's not going away. It's not a scam. It's not a phase. Agreed. It will change. It will change and it will develop as with anything. Yeah, I, I totally agree that it is here to stay and it will develop. And I do think a lot of folks getting in are sort of going, is this a scary space? Should I be careful? It's not a scary space. And yes, you should be careful. There's still going to be scammers. There were scammers in web one. There are scammers now in web two. Yeah, there's two. scammers everywhere. Yeah, yeah. There's scams everywhere. And the media will always look to that, you know. Well, because they're scared. Scaremongering with those. Yeah. They, yeah, they were exactly. scared. They were scared in web one. I, you know, I remember back in the day, you know, the magazines, right? The magazines and the newspapers, they were scared to death of yeah. you know what's going on with the internet and people reading content online and they had to transition and now you know it's just a norm social media was the same when web 2 came around people said oh the social media is for kids uh it's a fad it'll go away and now you've got 60 year olds <laughs> you know that have their own account and their own following so web web 3 is here to stay it's a new transition and to your point for the folks that are curious or on the fence you know should they should they check it out should they not i say yeah do your yeah. research, do that hundred hour proverbial research, talk to people and understand that there is a more warming, inviting community in this web three space than there ever was in web one, web two. Totally, totally agree. Yeah. Hey, we're coming to the end of the session and I want to um, make sure I'm very mindful of your time. Final question. Where can people find Kelly? Probably TikTok and my website so i'm known as the nifty coach so i'm on twitter discord geneva as well uh linkedin generally most of them if you search the nifty coach you'll probably find me on one of okay. the socials but my main platform is probably uh tiktok all right cool thanks for that kelly i'll definitely make sure to put uh any of the socials down in uh, the podcast uh notes section all right. I really appreciate your time and hopefully we can get together and, and chat about more of what's to come. Absolutely. Thank you. That's a wrap, folks. Thanks for tuning in to today's session. Don't forget to follow the show and our guest speakers on the socials listed in the comments below. See you next time.